Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. And I'm Annie, and you are listening to the Oh Those Toes podcast. And our guest this week, uh, all the way from Chicagoland, as uh, Ackroyd might put it, is Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Mike. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for making the time for this. I know that you've had a, I don't know, crazy, crazy work schedule lately. Yeah. So appreciate you making time for us. Shut <laughs> like actual sleep or like you get to bed and then four hours later you're like have to wake up from 6 a.m to one in the morning i'm actually like working that's that's, that's not crazy yeah that's, that's nuts. Yeah. so that, then i have one hour to take a shower go to sleep. not even the fun way yeah <laughs> gotta make that cash you know that's what happens when you don't have an education so. <laughs> <laughs> you work 90 you know... hours a week or you get into podcasting <laughs> I'm trying to make I'm trying to buy a rocket three, you know what I mean? So I'm like this is... <laughs> Well that's too bad that you can't sell pictures of your feet. <laughs> I'm sure I can't. Well I, I mean actually, actually <laughs> I was gonna say actually I think I've seen your feet before. I think so. There's somebody who wants like my like my weird like hobbit, you know, like size sevens somewhere. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> uh pretty well maintained if I recall. If I, I think it was you. Yeah, actually, like it's like yeah, I'm I'm pretty particular, you know. Wow, yeah. size seven that borders on actually having trouble finding shoes in the shoe store in the opposite direction as me. I'm, I'm still actually twelve. Oh, right now, yeah, I'm I'm actually still a boy's size, so it's like I think <laughs> shut, men start at eight. You know what? Shut the fuck up. My feet are probably bigger than yours. Probably because I prefer to. I mean, I can wear a size seven in boys, yeah. but I prefer an eight in like I'm a ten in women, so. But are they bigger than my face? Let's find out. No, <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? My feet are bigger than your entire body. My feet are bigger than you. That's and finally, true. there's our introduction to the fact that this is episode two <laughs> of our Macrophilia event. Uh, and Mike is here to give us the tiny perspective. That's right. Uh, that's Mike. True. Mike is actually a tiny, so you're damn right my feet are bigger than you. That's true. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I, you know, I i don't know how long Mike and I have been uh, friendly on Instagram. Maybe uh, like but that's, three years, I want to say. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to sort of set Mike as a perfect example of how you know, you should approach people, um, you know, women who are getting hundreds and thousands of messages, you know, in a day or week or whatever, because I, I'm well, not quite sure what it was that I'm Mike not said. Sure the average person knows they're DMing somebody. So ultimately extra, they're getting thousands of DMs a day. Annie. Come on. You, know, you just made yourself Well, that's why I extra. said I said week, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, week or months maybe, but you know, for sure, it can lead up to hundreds. Um, you know, we just, I delete almost all of the messages that I get that say hi. Like, or yeah. hello, or whatever. So, I'm not really sure what it was. I, I suspect that it was just that Mike is super cute. Nah. Uh, <laughs> God, and, like, super interesting guy. Uh, you know, Thank other you. than, the other than well, having... Was he rocking the bright red face reverse mohawk... Uh picture at the time or was he looking sort of more human you know i think you've had i think he's had that picture on his instagram for quite some time now 
It's actually you know, like, yeah, but like, so tell us a little bit about you. So tell us what you know, just in general. Like, tell us about you so that everybody can know how cool you are. Well, right on. Like, I don't, I don't really think I'm that interesting, but apparently, you know, it's like, like, um, you know, like I like to consider myself a polymath, and the fact that I, you know, like, like I'm just a regular dude. It's like I'm, you know, I'm 35 years old. Like, I live in Chicago, and, uh, you know, um, like. You know, I got, I got two jobs, you know, that like, I work like almost like 20 hours a week or like 20 hours a day on, you know, I get 20 hours a week of sleep, <laughs> but Jesus. uh, yeah, it's crazy. And like, you know, it's like, like you know, like, I'm in a band, I play bass, I play guitar, you know, like I dabble in drums and vocals and, you know, it's like, I ride motorcycles and, you know, it's like, I do all that stuff, but I also like, I'm involved in the fetish community, you know, it's like, I'm in a punk band and it's like, uh, you know, punk, like punk breeds goth and fetish and like, you know, all, all of those things are kind of intertwined in Chicago. So we have, you know, a lot of people like who are like involved in fetish that, you know, find their way into goth, find their way into punk, like, you know, and it's like, you know, I, I, I've had Dom friends since I was 18 years old, you know, and I went to like my first fetish party. And, yeah, that, you know, I was that like, is I, exactly how I got into the fetish community out here. I mean, right. I was always a foot fetishist, but my introduction to the fetish community started with from the punk club to the goth club, the goth club was also the goth, the industrial goth and fetish club. And you'd be like dancing to some new order and having somebody whipped on a cross, you know, yep. four feet over from you. Yeah. It, just it was always just, merged that way. It was just part and of the I'm background. Glad that yeah. scene actually still exists. It doesn't exist out here anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's like, it's more like, like involved with like industrial now, you know, it's yeah. like, like more like industrial and in, in, in fetish, but you know, That's it's fine. like, it's uh, cool too. No, yeah, definitely, yeah. Oh no, it's like we're the home of wax tracks. So, 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 what other? So, tell us about like what are your fetishes? What what other fetishes are you involved in, or has it always been macrophilia? Um, you know what? Like, it's like for a long time it was feet, and it's like uh, it kind of like evolved into macrophilia just because it's like the extreme. And of course, I'm an edge lord. You know, like, like I'm into punk and stuff like that, and you know, like, like I play line V and I ride motorcycles. So yeah, everything's got to be extreme. And it's like, uh, I, I want to say that like, you know, what's bigger or what's like, what's better than a pair of feet, huge pair of feet. So like, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll um, go with the, um, this is spinal tap. Does this fetish yeah, right. go up to 11? You just found it. I would say 1100 feet, maybe. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, like, um, no, I was going to say like, uh, all right. So like, you know, like, I think just like anybody else, it's like, you know, and like, I'm pretty sure that like, you've had tons of people say like, like, oh, you know, like when I was a kid, I got, you know, I was like, you know, like my babysitter was always barefoot or something or like, you know, I was always like sitting around feet, you know, like things like that. I think that like, that was definitely like a part of my, you know, like a part of like my upbringing with like the foot fetish thing, you know, but also, uh, you, you know, cause like, you know, cause like I, I had babysitters, you know, and like, like sometimes like, you know, like, like you tickle them or something and be like, oh, you're so cute, you know, like blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it was nothing. And, but it made you feel different, you know, it made you feel like a way. And I was like, what, like, why do I feel like that? And, you know, like I, I struggled with that for like a really long time. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I think I may be a foot fetishist. And so what, what know, age did you realize it was a, a foot fetish? Like, I want to say like maybe like seven, eight, well, you know? And well, that's when, just, you, well, that's when you realized that you like feet, like you were drawn to feet. Right, exactly. Yeah, we didn't have the word for fetish back when we were seven or eight, you know. Yeah, right. no, pretty pubescent, but just, we had the, the fascination, the, the, the attraction, the, I don't know, 
you, yeah, yeah, what you do you just, call it when you're seven, eight years old? Because it's not really a fetish, but you already know. You're already keyed in. Right. You I, mean, I want to that... say it's usually like you, like, oh, I like to tickle feet. You know what I mean? Like, you won't yeah. be like, oh, I like feet. But you'll be like, like, I've met kids that have said, yeah. I like to tickle girls, you know, and, and then they move into, like, I like to tickle girls' feet. Right. So, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, like, you know, it's, like, it's very, like, ingrained in culture, too, of, like, you know, like, like you know, feet tickling and stuff like that. And, like, of course, it's, like, I don't remember, like, because, like, I'm not sure it's, like, if any of the listeners, like, you know, like, I grew up with Nickelodeon or anything like that, but, you know, like, I'm, like, an older millennial. So, like, I grew up with, like, Nickelodeon and stuff. And, like, there was, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, foot-oriented jokes on, you know, Nickelodeon and stuff. Like, where, like, you know, like, bare feet, like, smelling, like, blah, blah, you know, and, like, you know, or, like, or like a foot tickle or something like that. Or, like, you know, it was, like, part of, like, the comedy. Wow. You know, that was just of, a like, little bit after my time. And I, I almost feel like I need to go back on YouTube. And right. Find mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah. So go like, back it's like, to you know, the old. I mean, it's you can't do that on television is freaking Alanis Morissette. Uh, and I true, know yeah. there has been some some fe- not fetish content, sort of found fetish content. Like there's a mm-hmm. lot of foot fetishists who go back to like finding pieces and clips of Alanis's feet. So right. Little did we know that uh, Nickelodeon in their early days was just creating a foot fetish generation. But what the craziest thing I found out was that like it's like the like one of the executive producers on like a bunch of the shows like was like an actual like like you know like like the perverted version of like the foot fetishist like where like he got like weird with it you know because like oh, it's like there's he was, like he was like foot fetish Weinstein. Yeah, but like with kids. Oh, whoa, yeah. You know, right. so it's like... Oh, I'm going to okay. telling audience to go check out the Nickelodeon thing. Yeah, don't do that. that. <laughs> right, so no, but that it's like, was... that's what I was saying, though, is that, like, it's like, it's very, you know, it's like, he was very, like, he was very weird with it, you know? And, like, but, I mean, like, it's like, you know, it's like, like when you're the age, the, like, appropriate age, you know, it's like, like, you see this stuff, and you're like, oh, wow, like, that gives me butterflies in my stomach, but, like, I don't know, you know, like, it's like, you know, you know, let alone, you know, do you figure out that it's, you know, like you know, look like a, like an actual fetish, but you're like, why do I feel like that? Like, cause like, you know, you can't answer these questions when you're seven years old. So. Right. But then like, I'm five foot four. I'm very short. Like I've always been short, like my, like my entire life. Uh, you know, I'm Italian. So I'm, you know, like really small. You know? like, and uh, it's like, I think, I oh, think. Is that why you joined a punk band with a female front? So you didn't necessarily look so tiny. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because she's Italian too. And she's, you know, she's five foot two. So, you know. I look a little taller than you know, the tall guy like behind the drum kit, so no one notices. Right, I look slightly manly, you know, next to her, like slightly but, uh, manly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but, and uh, next week our guest will be Danny DeVito. But yeah. <laughs> How come there's nobody in the foot fetish community named Danny DeVito? Oh God, you're gonna go change your your, you your screen name to that now. And right, he did. We've we talked about the um, especially in uh, War of the Roses, he did that famous pair of foot fetish scenes too. Yeah, it oh, would true. work. It'd be a great oh, screen right. name on Instagram, being Danny it, DeFito. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Get, what? Just give it a couple days. You'll find somebody that's gonna start following you with that name. You'll see. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and then you go. You listen to the podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> you stole no, my name. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, like it's like I think like because I was short and like I was always like you know like teased by girls like oh you know like I put you in my pocket and blah 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 and, you know stuff like that and like it's like you're just like my tiny boyfriend like I think that maybe cultivated some kind of fetish for wanting to you know like like be that fantastically. 
Mm. You know? Okay. And okay. it's like, you know, like I saw like attack of the 50 foot woman. And like, you know, like, I, like I've always been like submissive naturally. So it's like, that's like the ultimate extreme of it. You can't get away from it. Like I have Dom friends. It's like, I can walk out on a Dom, you know, like I can, you know, like it's like, like and like, and me being as rebellious as I am, you know, like I could be like, like, fuck you. I'm leaving. I don't have to listen to you. Like if somebody is literally 50 times your size and they slam their foot down in front of you and they go no fucking way. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. You're absolutely helpless. Yeah, and you I, are a brat. You, you definitely are a brat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, for I sure. I think that's the psychology of it for me, at least, is that, like, it's just ultimate, it's ultimate submission. Yeah. So there, it, there's it no takes your bratty it. nature and gives you a line in the sand that you, no matter how bratty you are, you can't cross right. that. And right. in this and case, it's sort of a, a literalism of you can't avoid this foot five times your size kind of thing right and like whether it's like you know it's like whether it's you know like a giant woman or whether like it's like a shrunken scenario like like you can't escape it and so so one of the things that i find you know that i that i really had to learn i'm still learning i don't really know much about it but right is all the different sizes um mm-hmm. uh, of tinies and i don't even know if i can call them all tinies i just anyone that really enjoys the giantess fetish um they all have a different size and i i'm i'm always wondering like well what size are you and what led you to be that size and you know sure. like all of these uh you know different aspects of it and and sure, choices okay. and I why almost, they lead I to that i feel like the description needs to step backwards cuz we've also talked about how there is giantess where the the male sub or the sub is normal size and the giant is literally giant and then there's the other side of it with shrinking on the sub right. side so so yeah so like i said i i guess i can like go into like 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 my preferences for both because it's like i'm, I'm pretty switched like that so like um you know like, like i don't have any preference on scenario uh, uh like one of my favorites is actually like the gulliveras scenario um you know, like, it's, like, just from, you know, it's, like, it's like we're, we're all, we're all familiar with, like, all of our travels, all that kind of stuff, but it's, like, for, like, the female version or the Gullivera version, like, with, you know, like, thanks to Milo Minara, you know, and, like, also, like, there's, there's, like, a few other, you know, like, like there's been a few other spins on it and stuff like that, but, like, I think, um, but I'll, I'll get, I'll get into that in a bit, but the, um, like, I think my, my, like, my size preference for giantess is anywhere between 100 and 200 feet tall, and, um, for me personally, like, like in a shrink scenario about maybe like one to two inches, hmm. like, I feel like those are like the best sizes to be played with or like to be like interactive. Like, it's like, if it's too small, it's just an absolute power trip. And so, right, right. So yeah. At the giantess normal size you scenario, you're not even at, um, King Kong, you're at Godzilla with your, you've blown attack of the 50 foot woman out of the water. You're talking building size people. Um, I, yeah, I want to say like, maybe like, you know, like maybe like someone like, yeah, like anywhere between a hundred and 200 feet. Like that's yeah. like, I think that's like my, that's, upper a, limit that's a 10 to 20 story. That's a, that's a skyscraper. Actually, yeah. Actually, yeah. Wait, I for, mean, for your area, that's the freaking Sears tower. Like, you know, it's like, if a, like, if like her hands or her feet are like the size of a semi truck. Yeah. You know, I think that, that's, I think that's like big enough. That big, that's big enough that's you can get you know? into the crevice of her toenail big <laughs> yeah you could right. do, you could you could do a lot of like it's like there it's like there's a lot of variables there it's like, like you could 
you know, like you could move buildings with that. You could, you know, like, like you could pick up cars or like, you know, possibly crush cars. You could do, you know, there, there's like a lot of things, you know, that like you could do, like, like you could pick up like handfuls of people, you know, versus like just one person, you know, it's like, like I, I always thought 50 feet like was, was like almost kind of small. Like for, you know, <laughs> cause like, it's like when that's you, closer to like the traditional um, King Kong where, yeah, you know, the, where Fay Ray like, fits in his hand comfortably. Right, because it's like, like, yeah, because like you're looking at like you know Barbie size at that point. Like you're looking at you know, and like that's almost kind of like too big. You know, it's like no. See, see, my my preference would be in between. Like I think two inches is too small. Like I can't play much with a two inch old man, a uh, two inch tall man. Um, well, but I your um any Barbie I size I think is too big too. So somewhere we, in right. between that. Saw any your your tiniest figures for that you use for. For size play, photography, and videography. So, so those tinies are too tiny. Those tinies were. Uh, those are like three centimeter, maybe. What, one was like maybe less than, an, less than an inch and a half. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's, it was that's right, in Mike's wheelhouse, I think. Right, because at that point, it's just a power trip, and it's just like you know, like that's like unaware scenarios. That's micro scenarios. Like it's like, I okay, so like I would say maybe like in between like two and four inches, maybe. So then, see that's better for me. Somewhere like, in the Lego yeah. size. Let's say, let's I, I'm say phone. Let's say phone. Some, I know some, we, ref, some frames of reference. Right, that's so, like the Lego so, figure size. So let's say phone size. Like, is that too big? Right. That's like I would five. say. So I would say. I would say like half of like the size of a phone. Smaller than the small no, GI Joes. Definitely in like the Lego Duplo figures. Those those really miniature um, gaming uh, statuettes kind of thing yeah i'm gonna say four to six inches is for me like four to six okay. inch t- that okay. that would be so, my so you want, where i would feel like you I, want the I, old school star wars action figure <laughs> I, i'm trying to we're an we're talking things that are so visuals and we're in audio format so i'm just trying right. for the audience right. to take to throw out references well right. okay so so let's talk two inches is the size of like my toe Right. You think so? Yeah, so, but you've got big feet. Okay. Right. Oh, but yeah, I okay. but I but I think a two inch a two incher I would really have to be so careful not to just destroy. Right. Or just really, really squishy. But but is that the point though <laughs> where like you have to be gentle? Right. Okay. So let's talk yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah. So, so so now so, we're going from a sort of bratty sub into a, almost a sort of mommy dom kind of way. Okay. Where, yeah gentle and care is part of the dominance yeah because yeah. i know that like there's a lot of like there's a lot of people out there that want to be squished there's a lot of people want to be eaten bored like you know like like the ultimate sacrifice to to a goddess and to me it's like it's more fun for me to be a tiny boyfriend you know like i love the benevolent giantess like I, you know i like i love the one or like the 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 oopsie daisy giantess you know like like the ones that are like um you know like if they step wrong, like they crush a car, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, oops, you know, like it's like they're, you know, like they're, they're really cute about it. That, you know, that sounded like so Canadian. <laughs> oops, sorry. Sorry. That, sorry about that. That would be, that would, that would be Alanis Morissette in a different video. So. Wow, we just did the double Alanis. <laughs> right. Um, okay, but, you know, so so like, your preference is to be two to four inches, preferably two, is what you're saying. Yeah, just about like like in any scenario, like like or like her to be you know like anywhere between like hand size, 
you know, giantess or, you know, like, you know, like, you know, able to, you know, like if, like if her foot was able to like, like the length of like a, like a city bus. Okay. So, okay. Now, so now you, now you're tiny. Now you're obviously sure. at her foot. And now you're okay. obviously a foot fetishist before you even got into the giantess macrophilia world. Now, Absolutely. what, what does a two inch mic do with a subway car sized foot? Interesting question. So, like, I mean, you know, it's I think that's not the question. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not my call. Like, it's it's up to like my I guess my captor or my my giant girlfriend, or you know, it's like if they're like rub my feet and I'm like no, they're like fucking do it. You're gonna or, fucking do it, or uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, like, what choice do I have? All right. So okay. It's, it's the you know, like, or, of submission right there. Right. Yeah. Or, or it's like you know, or it's like, hey, I'm gonna drop you in a sock. Find your way out. Like, okay. I don't. I don't have a choice. I can't. I can't do anything about it. I have to. I have to just, you know, like if I want to, you know, or they could be really cute with me, you know. But it's like if I had a, you know, it's like I'm. I'm pretty mischievous. So if she's sleeping, I'll tickle her feet, like with caution. Or, you know, or, like, I'll, like, you know, climb on her face and kiss her nose or something. Or, you know, like, or I'll just be cute. Like, I love being cute. You know? Like, I'll help her paint her nails. You know, I'll help her paint her nails. I'll sit on her shoulders. I'll, you know, I'll just be, like, oh, that Like, you'll have, like, perfect... a tiny little roller and just go uh, up and down the yeah. toenail? Yeah. Oh, I love I like, that. I was that thinking that. Amazing. Like, I'll paint her nails with, like, you know, industrial-sized paintbrushes. Right. <laughs> like, you do for house painting. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or we just... Or we just sit in the mall, you know, and like I could sit by your ear and I could just make fun of people with you. And it would be like, you know. Oh, that's a favorite thing like for me to do with like my regular size friends. <laughs> right. That's I was what doing I'm saying. That but it's like... Before this podcast started. That's because you're a bitch. You're just yeah. mean. You're a mean bitch. <laughs> I, went to brunch. I, I know that's that's bitchy as hell, but we went to brunch before we recorded this and brunch was fun. There was a lot of people to yeah. to watch. So yeah, I guess so like, mean. I guess, like, that's, like, my scenario, or, like, you know, like, say, for example, like, the Gullivera scenario, it's, like, like, so now we're talking about the giantess and regular-sized people. Okay, so, like, now we have a giantess, and it's, like, she's holding. There's people, there's, there's people overpowering her, like, many people overpowering her. She gets up, and now she's kind of pissed, you know? So now, so now she's kind of taking it out. So now she's kind of taking it out on a couple of the villagers, or she's been like, "Oh, you little shits!" You know, like like gets up, like you know, and all flicking of a sudden, people off and stomping yeah. people around, and, and okay, so I find that power really attractive. You know, like while well, I'm fucking running for my life, I'm like looking back and I'm like, hopefully, you know, it's like I'm one of those people that like like she just finds cute enough to spare, you know, because I think I am, <laughs> and like <laughs> you know, so it's like you know, the like, guy maybe like she has a change of heart for me, and she's like, oh, you know, like it's like yeah, yeah you're actually pretty cute, like you're mine. Well, now. How do you like, how do you what? get her attention being that small? How do you get her attention? How do you stand out from the rest? At that, I mean, point? how do I? I mean, how do I stand out now? Well, <laughs> let's know, get to like, that <laughs> after, after we take a quick break from our sponsor. It's going to show you a little bit something how to stand out. Uh, wow. That was lame, but <laughs> you know what? how I to wanna, stand out with what? some beautiful foot jewelry as we uh, take a moment from our sponsor. And when we get back, I've got a certain blue question. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to, I've got, I've got so many questions, so we'll be right back. All right. 
If you're looking for unique and eye-catching foot jewelry, you'll fall in love with Yoga Bling Boutique. Our unique line of toe rings and anklets are gorgeous conversation pieces that make heads turn. Visit yogablingboutique.com for exotic toe rings, anklets, and socks that caress your lovely feet like a glove. We are on Facebook as Yoga Bling Boutique FB. Also look for us on Instagram as Yoga Bling Boutique. Your feet deserve jewelry from Yoga Bling Boutique. For more information, go to yogablingboutique.com. And we're back. And so before I tripped over myself, I wanted to ask Mike, because I've wanted to ask everyone. Liter- quite, quite literally with your giant feet. like. <laughs> Yeah, tripped over my giant feet, my giant feet, Mike. Yeah, bro. <laughs> no, get out um, of here with that shit. Eddie, so, shrink them. Our generation plus get him, one Eddie. is for, for, for Xers, millennials, almost zenials. The you mentioned Gulliver's Travels, but that's kind of old. For right. our generation, that size difference is perfectly expressed with. Originally, the figures, and then the yeah. cartoon of the mm-hmm. Smurfs. Sure. Strange yep. other fetish things since they have an entire civilization that has only one woman. So, gangbang culture. But forget right. that. <laughs> it is <absolutely laughs> tiny culture. Their sure. only enemy is one regular-sized guy with male pattern baldness. That damn Gargamel, yeah. 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 Some, some, uh, some bitchy queen with a cat. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah, right, for real. <laughs> Uh, on behalf of the LGBT community, we'll own him. Gargamel's gay. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he wears I'm a gown. I'm going to get mail on that one. He wears a gown. <laughs> he wears it. I think it's a robe, but it's like a cheap... He's a wizard. Robe. He's got a bad haircut. Actually, yeah. no. On behalf of the bad haircut, we have to expel him. But, okay. Back to... We digress. We digress. Yeah, you know, if he's like all magical and shit, why couldn't he fix his horseshoe? I don't understand this. <laughs> You know, like look presentable, dude. Right, Get your so shit together, Gargamel. The show. You have I mean, he's feelings about the show. He's How does it tie into the dining room? I don't even ask this question. You can't. You can't. He's been chasing the Smurfs for for years and years, and his magic hasn't helped him with that. I mean, clearly he's a terrible wizard. I just oh, have to say that. I just wizard. had to say that. He's absolutely sitting funky. at home with his bad hair and his cat, and his arch enemies are little tiny blue tinies. Nope. Go. <laughs> um so as far as like like are you asking like how how the smurfs pertain to macrophilia uh well is that do, something does that the something... existence of the smurfs in your formative years have anything to do with macrophilia or is that not, the dumbest shit you ever watched not in mine personally mm. you know and like it's oh, like but um, you, at least your ties to the community have You've met people who do have Smurf stories or Smurf I'm fantasies. Ab- I'm absolutely sure of it. Like that's like you know, like like uh, you know, being like being an older millennial, like you know, like we grew up with like Fraggle Rock and you know, like uh, was that like um, what was that guy George Shrinks and you know, like like the Borrowers and all these you know, like, like all so these like the Borrowers. You know, that's what I was talking about last episode. Yeah, and I kept conflating it with Stuart Little and the other yeah, Stuart Mouse, Little, Mouse. Uh, the witches. You know, like there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that you know that like came out like during, you know, like like my formative years. 
Like, did this Mike, shape my giant success? you saved my question with just <laughs> your wealth of pop culture knowledge. Of- you really sure, did. So, <laughs> sure. So, did, so does does the Smurfs and all of those, like, uh, 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 I guess, um, uh, you know, help the giantess fetish or the macrophilia fetish uh, in your formative years? For me personally, no. I'm sure that there are a bunch of people out there that did get turned out of that. I'm sure that they did. But for me personally, it's like, I can't watch it. Like, it's like, I have to watch like something with like a giant woman in it. And it's like, you know, like, oh, like I've, yes. I've actually, like, for me, backwards. yeah, for mm-hmm. me, it's like, like, you know, I haven't watched like the, um, like the Jack Black Gulliver's Travels. It weirds me out. Like, I, I can't watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It weirds me out. Um, yeah. So like, I, there's, well, like, I did accuse Gargamel of being gay. So maybe the Smurfs is like gay macrophilia porn. Yeah. Hey, hey, wait a second. Because it's a society There's... of only one woman, all mm-hmm. men, and a giant wizard with a cat. Yeah. yeah, actually, it's so gay. You know what? Do you remember the episode of the Smurfs where where she gets, uh, where uh, Smurfette gets blown up? Oh, no. Wait, like, do you remember that? Or like, no, oh, not oh, she like, was gianted. Yes. 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 There's an ep- I vaguely remember there's an episode of her. Uh, being cursed or something, and she's that's, big, that's and she can't live with lots to do. <laughs> they yeah. they jump the shark at that point. <laughs> but yeah, but that is—it's so—it's so like like ma- like macrophilia is so passively ingrained in pop culture. Like you know, from music videos to t to TV advertisements to you know, it's like uh, the, there's a lot of Japanese macrophilia because that's their storytelling. Like 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 they're very. Um, you know, like the, yes, the the Japanese are very, um, you know, like flam, like flamboyant with their storytelling. So you know, well, like yeah, everything all, is all Japanese mythology, anime. It all comes down to one thing: the giant, big, all-encompassing that represents their island. Actually, no, their their giant, all-encompassing, large force against actually represents the sea, and the tiny, every man represents the island, and. All Japanese mythology is based on the fear of their tiny island against the giant fury of the sea. There you go. I've hmm. studied this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, so like, yeah, so like their storytelling is always like, you know, like in a sense, David versus Goliath, right? Or Gorsiro so like, versus everyone. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like there's, you know, uh, so there there's a lot of tv advertisements like that you know from like sapporo beer to um you know to like just like even like you know nissen ramen noodles and stuff and to you know everything like that but you know like, like we also see that in the lee dungarees commercial you know like from you know from like american pop culture or like the cars you might think i'm crazy or uh right said fred you know or like the, um you know everybody's favorite like you know pam anderson in the lit video there's you know there's and like I'm, so many I'm still hung up on the cars you you got me in a generational gap <laughs> oh okay yeah so i'm the definitely cars, more rico um... Kasich than hamlin anderson sure sure so yeah so there's a yeah like there's a cars video that you might think i'm crazy yeah oh, the oh, early oh, early oh. early days of mtv when there was like four music yep. videos in total yeah that was one of them and rico you Kasich know? is shrunk down to a fly and yep. he is um <gasps> engaging oh. with the girl he likes but he's mm-hmm. a fly and right. so she he wants to to fall in love with her and she finds him as annoying as everyone finds a fly and is swatting him and knocking him away mm-hmm. and he's trying and trying and trying over and over yeah i'm so glad you explained you know? that because i was like yeah, that's what? my job 
Ah, very <laughs> right. good. And there's so many like other, you know, like music videos like that. And, you know, there's, you know, like, like they're, they're everywhere. Like even to like newer bands, like a ZZ Ward has a song called Giant, which like, she's pretty blatant about it. Like, you know, like, you know, where, where she's like, ah, I want to flip a truck and like, you know, look like I'm a hundred feet tall, crushing buildings and stuff. I'm a giant. Like, you know, like, like she's literally just way out there with it, you know? And like, it's like, whether she has a giantess fetish, I'm not sure. I think she just wrote a song about like the idea of being one, you know, like, but it plays into the macrophilia community. You know, it's like people follow these bands and like, it's like, I found out about ZZ Ward because of the macrophilia fetish. Like, I found out about uh, Hansel or no hands hands off Gretel, which is like a grunge band because of their um, because of their like really soft innuendos about like their own personal giant well, fetish. Okay, so 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 with with so for the people that don't have a a giant fetish and that start sort of drawing inspiration from things like that, I I think that some of it comes from all of these uh you know uh, men rendering arts uh, artwork with them oh yeah um you know what i mean because i that's the that's the one way that people that women who have no idea what a giantess fetus is um get introduced to it is there some person that um that like renders an edit with them in it and it's like super cool and then we start you know getting into it and trying to figure it out i mean that's exactly what happened with you know with me like 1998 the first guy with a copy of like Adobe Photoshop one and who had seen Attack of the 50 Foot Woman created at least a genre in art. And this is back before any of the social media platforms were on except for DeviantArt. Yeah. And that, that actually used to be a, a fun place to explore a lot of that used to be a really, really fetishy site back in the late nineties and early two thousands. Oh yeah. Or like, uh, yeah, DeviantArt especially, yeah. Yeah. So then, so let's talk a little bit about your your creative outlets. Like, do you, because obviously this is a, a you know, it's an, it's not possible. So that you have all these fantasies that are just not really going to, you know, be fulfilled, at least literally. So what do you do to, you know? Oh, sorry. I totally lost you guys. It's like, uh, I dropped out. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. Well, you're well, we didn't good. Lose. So let's just re-ask the question. Yeah. So we were talking about, uh, you know, the, the 90s DeviantArt and how that became sort of a way that a lot of people expressed a lot of fetish material, because especially the fetishes that couldn't take place literally real world, digital art allowed them to be expressed. And so Macrophilia is a great one. Yeah. Where, you know, those digital artists breaking out in early, early Photoshop were able to express some of these Macrophilia in semi and later super realistic ways. Um, so I think Annie's question to you was, what are the uh, what are the creative outlets that you kind of explore either as a creator or as a viewer or as a sure. gourmandizer, if I can borrow <laughs> a term that I think you know? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> so with me personally, it's like, um, like all I have really is like collage art. And, um, you know, it's like, like everything from, you know, from like storytelling to, uh, you know, look like a bunch of my girlfriends are very hip to it. So I, um, you know, look like we, you know, we used to do like, you know, like a very, um, you know, like a very involved role play, you know, like through text and stuff like that. And like that usually led to, you know, like a, you know, bigger, you know, like, like talk, 
you know, with like in the bedroom and stuff. But um, we also, but I also make collage art, you know, as like, just like kind of an escape more so, you know, and like, it's like, I know, I've, I think I made a few for you, Annie. Yeah, I'm going to be posting those soon. I've been holding yeah. on to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, it'll be a great thing to post as we, um, well, it'll and, be a great thing to have been posted as we lead yeah. up towards this episode being aired. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, it's, it's so awesome. hard to talk in this subjunctive yeah. future perfect tense. Right. And, <laughs> and just a hot tip to everybody, Pixomatic is probably one of the best apps to do this with. So like, it's like, get on your game, guys. Because <laughs> It's like, there's some that are, you know, it's like, like we all, um, you know, it's like, like we all, you know, and uh, it's like, some of them are like, you know, very horribly pixelated and pasted. And, you know, it's like, like, and, like we've all made those, you know, and then there's been. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. That's me. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I'm yeah. just chuckling to myself because one of you is stuck in traffic right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I asked. That was me. Sorry. No, well, um, I just heard a car horn. I, I actually had something that I was trying to put a pin in mentally, and there's a limit to how much I can remember because we're all kind of ADD. Um, so, Mike, you just <laughs> said some of my girlfriends, and I want to know if that is um, sequentially plural or actually plural. <laughs> oh. Yeah, do mo- is it multiple girlfriends that you have, or do you only have one at a time? I mean, I am a rock star. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not even gonna fess up to being Polly. He's just gonna blame being a rock star. Nice. Yeah. nice, nice. He's gonna fess up. <laughs> you know, he's gonna I fess up to that. being a slut. Yeah. Is what he's doing. <laughs> Actually, like, believe it or not. All right, so like, it's okay. We're talking about we're talking about girlfriends. We're talking about bands. I'm in a band. I'm in a punk band, and uh, like my singer, like we actually dated for about three years, four years. And uh, she was actually hip to the Giants of Fetish, too. And uh, where, like, we would trade. She was only, like, two inches shorter than you. (laughs) Right, exactly. But, you know, but, like, in, but in, like, you know, in fantasy, she was 200 feet tall. And, uh, you know, it's, like, uh, where, like, she wasn't, she wasn't really a, uh, you know, she wasn't really even into it or knew about it, like, before I came along. But then, like, when we started playing, she got really involved and it became her own thing so it's like she actually she developed a fetish for it right and yep. like it became it became one of her things because she used to um you know it's like, like she used to power lift and stuff and like she was very like you know like, like you know because she was a shorter woman so she was very very like very much into power and control so she um you know uh i guess uh rolled with that you know and like it's like like where she could be this this like this like fantastic you know like giant fantasy realm i guess you know so I, um, i'm i'm just spinning right now because how i know many things like... how many things have become so full circle they're just spiraling out because you got any who got into this more or less through her partner um me mm-hmm. mike obviously kind of born fetishes yeah uh, my partner you know had some dabbling but definitely got into the foot fetish world through me um and then you mentioned powerlifting, and then we go back around to another another loop <laughs> on any side, and, right? Because if you've listened to the uh, the Mister Any episode, you learned that he is a a powerlifter by hobby. Yeah, uh, right. No, and, more, and you know more what than too? hobby, but you okay. Know, but you know what too? Job. I don't. I don't. I like. I don't say this. I don't call myself a powerlifter. I would never, just because of the sheer amounts of powerlifting that my husband does. But, but I yes. lift yeah, too. Lift. I lift too, and awesome. I um, I'm stronger, I think, than your average. Probably, me. I don't know. Wh- we're gonna wh- say woman my age. I'm gonna tips. say yeah. woman my age and size. 
Okay. I'm, I'm average. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb because it's been a long time since I've been in the gym, but I'll go out on a limb and say you could probably bench more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> At least right now. <laughs> That's not true. Be quiet. <laughs> but I do have powerful legs. And, um, you know, in our last episode, we talked about how um, I kind of kill the fantasy a little bit because I'm only 5'3". Right. Um, so, um, and, our, and our last guest, uh, is actually almost six feet tall. So uh, I think a shorter man could really, you know, live out a, a really cool fantasy with her because she's so tall. I mean, she could really dominate him. So, like, quite literally. Yeah, actually, <laughs> hold on. This is, so the, um, the me to bliss ratio, <laughs> most listeners know my, uh, my partner, Miss Bliss, the me to bliss ratio is almost identical as the last week's guest Lucy to this week's guest Mike ratio. Okay. So how much taller is Queen Lucy than than Mike? Like well, okay, so, so I'm Mike six said... even. Lucy's like five eleven and a half. Bliss is uh five, five two three. and a half and Mike okay. is five. Mike is five four. four. Got five, it. Four, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've been corrected. Five two even for Bliss. So, so I'm still I'm still slightly taller than Bliss as to Lucy over Mike, but dear God, we're 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 parsing inches. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, like, you know, like most giantesses are like you know five three five four, you know, and like it's like because they're shorter girls, it's like like they they want that role reversal. It's like whereas like I know a lot of like you know I know a few people around here who are in, into the giantess fetish and they're like over six foot. And they, because they're tall, like, like they'd rather just be somebody tiny to take over. You yeah, know, like, it's oh, that, okay. it's that, it's that powerful businessmen want to get paddled by Mistress Olga. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, the, you're you're actually aberrant in the in the group in within your fetish, because a lot of them are guys who are of significant height who want the the release of power that comes with being tiny, and you by chance happen to be, you know, yeah. less than average male height. Well, right. <clears throat> so, well, um, also... so Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know what? I'm going to listen to this episode uh, after it airs and I'm going to kick myself in the ass because as Mike is teaching us all of these things, I have all these questions in my head <laughs> and then, you know, we jump into something else and I forget them. So I know I'm going to kick myself in the ass because it's no, just so just interesting. We, we do the same thing <laughs> we promise to every guest. We'll bring him back in season four and ask all the questions you forgot. Right. For a follow-up. <laughs> yeah. But so um, I want to get a little bit more into your relationships. Okay. Um, sure. So, so when I have, when we have, uh, you know, foot models on, we ask them, like, could you date a guy that is not into feet now, now that you know what the fetishes and all that. So right. could you date a woman that's not into your fetishes into the giantess fetish or that's not willing to to play with you i mean i i, I definitely can it's like, like i have before you know like, i've definitely um oh my god my uh, roommate is home <laughs> we are you know the cbr oh, do we have a surprise guest no you know the cbr 600 rr and uh and uh like i want to try and like it's like we have like a motorcycle whole like a whole motorcycle house you know jesus I, I call, my i call my uh, garage the rumble shack yeah, so like, yeah, I don't know. I live next to O'Hare, <laughs> but 
<laughs> right. So yeah, this place is always really busy. I, you know, it's like I just got a lot of roommates and stuff, and it's like right now he's uh, trying to pull into the Rumble Shack actually, like with his car. So I don't know what he's doing. So, so do your roommates <laughs> know? Your roommates know about your fetish? Um, some like I guess it's like passively, yeah, but it's like they don't like they 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 don't really think anything of it. Like, it's like I don't really. Um, you know, I don't really like share like a lot of like my personal life with them. It's like they're, you know, like, like they're friends of mine, but like we don't really like hang out because I'm never home. Yeah. So I've never been one to like share my porn with my friends, but if they yeah. stumbled across my porn, it's no sure. big deal. Hey, come now, take a look at my weird fetish porn. Right. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but yeah, you reminded me of back when I was living in Boston in a um, little part of town called Austin that was definitely the punk enclave, and there was no home in Austin that didn't have like, it was practically sleeping in shifts. You had like five guys living in a three bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the, the punk roommate scene is, is its own crazy world. Yeah. Actually, like I live in like a very like suburban, like, you know, cause I'm like right outside of O'Hare. So I'm like, you know, like, it's like, it's very like, you know, like, like we have like a really quiet neighborhood and like all of my, you know, like, I got like, you know, a music producer for like a roommate and, you know, like, it's like, it's, but like, you know, they were still all rock and roll, you know, and you're just all creative over there. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I live with a yeah. lot of creatives, you know, C- creative people fall into the fetish world. Vanilla yeah, people oh, absolutely. are boring. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, so, um, how do you. I mean, so it's something that you share with all of your partners, right? So any right. girlfriends that you have, you eventually sort of share this right. fetish to them. How do you introduce them to this fetish? Like, give our listeners a little bit of advice, because you seem to live your life, you know, and enjoy your fetish really well. So so how can somebody that has this kind of fetish that is concerned about, you know, sort of coming out? Like, what sure. can, what kind of advice can you give them? Oh, when I was a kid, it's like, I would have rather told somebody that I was gay. Because it's like, to me, it's like that, like, I felt like that would have been easier. You know, it's like, like, and it's like, that, like, that's how, that, that's how mortifying it was. Like, like, like to tell somebody that, like, you know, that I was in the feet or I, I had a giant fetish or something like that. Because it's like, you know, it's like, like oh, like anything else, like, like they didn't understand. But this, like, that's weird, you know, because it's like, because our, our society has, um, you know, has, uh, 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 I guess, like, tabooed it, you know? Like, just, yeah. oh, like, it's like, you yeah. know, it's like, I'm an well, ass well, man. Any, I'm a any fetish. And it's something we deal with on the on this podcast all the time. Right. Even though foot mm-hmm. fetishism is the number one paraphilia on the planet. Right. It's still a paraphilia, and it still has so many, unfortunately, terrible connotations. The, the worst is, like, the... The shoe thief, shoe sniffer kind of connotation. Right. I um, think it's, oh, it's just weird. Like everybody with just the thinks it's weird. Macrophilia kind of thing. It's it's less that there's a particular negative connotation, and to my to my feeling on it, more that there's a complete what? Yeah. Zero guess, understanding. Element. Right. I guess what I don't understand is like how like an ass man can be any, any more acceptable than a foot guy. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like to 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 stick your tongue in someone's asshole, like, like versus like just putting your foot or like just putting someone's foot on your face, like, right. there's <laughs> really no comparison. Yeah, actually, yeah. No, I've done the foot part. Yeah, I'm an um, ass man, but you're weird for liking feet. Yeah, right, like, 
So when people are like, feet are gross. I'm like, well, you're, you, what, you think assholes are any better? Like, <laughs> right. That's where poop comes from. Right. 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 Like, exactly. and, and people Kids poop really there. reducing women to female cows. So really, I mean, right. we're a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, no, it's like, you know, but it's like, oh, but see, but, see because I think like in, in popular culture and stuff, it's like feet are a point of, uh, you know, feet are a point of humor, you know, it's like, like they stink, they're, you know, like, like they're funny looking, you know, and like they're ticklish. And, like, I think a lot of people, you know, like, like find like find them to be humorous. So it's like, like they're, they're not so much a point of, you know, a point of sexuality. So it's like, you know, cause it's like, what's some of like the funnier things that, you know, like, like in, in the movie, it's like, like when like someone's like sleeping, uh, what's that, what's that movie road trip where like the guy was like, he was like, she was barefoot on the bus and like, he was like trying to like put his mouth around her toe and, she's, like, <gasps> and he's like, oh, sorry. Like, you know, it's like, that was a funny part of the movie. But in turn, then, that also and gives, Tarantino yeah. tries to do it. And he's, right, he's exactly. great about bringing his fetish in, but he's also <clears throat> so self-deprecating in it. Yeah, he because... he almost makes himself to be the weirdo in the scenes he puts in the films that he does. Sure, and you know because it's like he's still probably slightly like you know slightly like, slightly embarrassed about it because it's still not acceptable. Like it's like even though it's completely acceptable in the fetish community, it's still not accepted in popular culture. Mm. And that's something that I think that like you know that like we have to kind of like overcome and get over. You know so... because it's like. Because be, be, because I think people are always like presented as like perverted or creepy or you know what I mean because it's like it's very easy to stare at somebody's feet you know it's like it's not so easy to like stare at someone's naked tits because they're not always present right they're so, not out in the open yeah yeah so one thing that I did want to okay so the giantess fetish though a lot of because it's not uh real right real right. quote unquote real yeah. um a lot of people sort of make fun of it like it's like it's a joke it's funny it's cute Mm -hmm. it's cute that's what we get a lot it's cute not sexy like it's cute not sexy so it's it's almost cartoony because it's fantasy it's 100 percent fantasy right it's not something aside from so so women you might get five four could meet a girl who's like six five and that's the closest you're gonna get to a pure in reality, actualization. So, so, so the but women the, the, that the true fantasy is one hundred percent fantasy. Aside from digital art, it's not coming to be. Right. So women are not; they don't feel like they're being sexualized. So, I mean, so so tell us a little bit about the sexy part of the giantess fetish, where it's not a cartoon, where it's not, you know, sure. Um, you know, just a, a woman squishing a town. You know what I mean? Like, we're, sure. I think, I think for me personally, I think it's um one of those things like where it feels uh, like an escape more so than like a sexual thing. Like, it's like right now we're talking about it. You know, it's like, like there's nothing arousing about what we're talking about right now. However, it's like if you bring it into the bedroom and it's like, like you start making it sexual, you start making it personal, you start making it about, I don't know, insertion maybe, you know, or like say, for example, like how like, you know, one could, um, you know, it's like a set of like a blow job. It's a body job, you know, like being sucked on entirely, hmm. you know, and then like spit out and like, you know, like I rubbed across the boobs, you know, something like that. I don't know. Like, like it's, I'm just making this up right now, but 
you know, it's like, these, yeah, it's like, these are things that, you know, it's like, like these are things that like, like you can play with like in the bedroom and, you know, like have that power exchange. So if someone's not willing, so, so say you're dating a, a wonderful woman and everything else is good, but she's not willing to engage you in your, with the giant test fetish. She doesn't want to sure. play. Um, is that a deal breaker for you? Um, I mean, I would say that it definitely hinders the relationship. Um, it's something that like, you know, is like, it's a huge part of like, you know, it's like, it's like a huge part of like my sexuality, I think. Um, it's also, uh, but you know, there's also outlets on, you know, there's also outlets on, uh, you know, on the internet and stuff like that. And there's, you know, there's like plenty, there's like plenty of groups. There's role, there's like role play groups where people can have that meant that like mental escape, I guess. Um, it's gotten me into a lot of trouble, like, you know, in past relationships where like they can, they considered it like mentally cheating. Mm. So yeah. 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 When so you, it's when like, you're finding fetish content outside your existing partner because they're not necessarily involved in that fetish. Yeah. Sure. I, so, I've yeah, dealt with it's that like, in the past myself. Um, no. What about so? What about the the root fetish, the the original fetish feet? Um, you know, the inclusion mm-hmm. is required for you, or I mean, in the I totality did... of <laughs> totality. finding a person attractive. Is, is, feet, no, no is terrible intended. feet a deal breaker? Um, you know, it's like I have dated girls with like, you know, kind of busted feet before. And it's like, that's not, you know, it's like you just learn to love them. You know, it's like because You're it's just like a I, nice love my, guy. I love my partners no, I too I've much. Said that in past, um, I love my partners in past way episodes, too much. But in some ways, if a girl's got a, I mean, maybe if they're not, if they're totally unkempt, forget it. But no. if they've got a bunion here or something yeah. off, that almost it can be endearing, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's like you find something charming about them, you know, like, like through it, and it's like, you know, but it's like as like soon as like you break up with them, it's like, like those rose tinted glasses are gone, you know? Yeah, but, right. Yeah, I think but, that's true of anyone with any particular stripe of any sexuality, you sure. know. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I, your, I have dated girls. Who your for... partner is to you in the moment definitely overshadows a lot of things. I would say so. Um, and I'll just put for the record because, you know, people on this podcast know my partner. No, my partner does have cute feet. It isn't just the, uh, the overshadowing. <laughs> I just, I got to throw that disclaimer out. <laughs> I mean, that's also like a huge thing for me. Like when like I'm looking at a partner, I'm like, okay, well, it's like, like what you look like with the socks off? All right, let's just check that out. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a foot fetishist and you're like, yeah. you, you've met a person and you're clicking with them mentally mm-hmm. and you're like, when the fuck are they going to get through their feet? Because I don't want to like fall in love with this person and have them take their socks off and find out that yeah. they got fucking Skeksis talons. Hagerhida, <laughs> <laughs> holy! That's wow, not a surprise you want two months on the road. No. It's, it's good to meet girls in the summer when they're wearing flip flops. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's like optimum weather to, you know. Well, it gets pretty warm. Season. It gets pretty warm in Chicago, doesn't it? I mean, it's yeah. I mean, no, it it's the windy a... city. They're wearing fucking Uggs like four hundred days a year. Do they right. really? No, it's like it's like it gets it gets as hot as like one hundred and four sometimes, and it gets as cold as negative twenty five. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's oh, a very shit. extreme. Okay. It's it's worse than me. And um, Chicago is a bipolar it... bitch, and she does whatever she wants. Yeah. We say where I live that we actually the the best part of where we live is the fact that we have all four seasons. But you have two that we don't have. You have negative fourteen and one hundred and fifteen, and I don't have those. 
I and have, we have uh, and I we have, have sun blizzards, ten here. sun blizzards and snow nados, and you know all other so, so Jesus. Things, a weird shit. Yeah. yeah so. And then there's any down in Texas who has summer, summer, hell, summer, summer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, it snowed here last winter. Oh my god, yeah. That was, and and your entire state shut down for two months because you had like a quarter inch of snow and you didn't know what to do about it. Yeah. Shut yeah, up. I, yeah, for no, us. it's not your fault. It, a quarter inch of snow Excuse fucked your me. shit up. Your state no, was it was like it. like six inches of snow. It was like, you know, two mics worth of snow. Yeah, no, no, Mike, Mike can get. Oh, I get it. I get it. I, get it. I mean, I, Mike in Chicago can get six inches of snow like in May. Yeah, you know what? Actually, like I think like the the latest we got snow was I think about like like early May. I think. Yeah. We got like three. I think we had like two feet or some shit. Out like, here, before. we had a April twenty eighth storm that put like. Four inches of snow in the middle of a hurricane. It was wow. like that storm didn't know what the fuck it was. It was the most yeah. bipolar storm ever. You know what? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get back to Mike because now that I think about it, I don't think he finished answering our question about what uh, advice oh. he can give us. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did sort of. <laughs> sure. So, um, yeah. So I was gonna say it's. I guess it's like with any woman. Like, it's like, if you're, you know, cause like I'm, because, because I'm hetero. So like, it's like, I can't really speak for like, you know, other, other genres of, you know, of, uh, you know, of like sexuality okay. or anything. We but, try to be inclusive, but it does tend, it's easier to describe things in heteronormative terms. Yeah. And then sure. there's disclaimer so that, sure. that our fans are not offended. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. So like me being hetero, it's like, like when I approach women about it, um, you know, it's like me being like naturally sarcastic or funny or, you know, like I just being like. Like the the edge lord showman that I am, uh, <laughs> my people. I'll just call yeah. my people. Yeah, it's like you know, say for example, like it's like when I first farted in front of one of my girlfriends, it was like, uh, you need to leave. It smells like a fish tank. I gotta get out of here. Like, just, like, <laughs> like I just farted. It smells like a fish tank in here. I guess. Like, so, okay. like, you know, or, <laughs> like or you know, or like so, like it's like for me, it's like you know, like like yeah, like. Eat. You know, it's so, like it's, those... so it's so it's with humor it's done with humor uh, pretty, pretty much yeah and you know it's like i i guess it's like if i was to give advice to somebody on like how to broach or, or how to breach the sub like like the subject to somebody like you don't you talk about anything but it you know like, like you talk about uh you know say for example like when when we became friends it's like, like i didn't talk to you about fetish i talked to you about something that was happening like like on one of your pot like on one of your posts Right. It was something where, like, it's like where you have to approach people as a human and not as a fetishist. Mm. You yeah, have so, to you, talk so you, so we say yeah. that all the time. You don't sit them down and have this crazy, serious, long conversation with somebody exactly. and make it weird. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Granted, it's I like, think I. Well, I'm not sure if I grabbed Bliss's foot or she admitted she blurted out randomly that the foot fetishists love her feet, but it was just. It wasn't either of us trying to say something. It was just. Sure. Being. Yeah, but your goal wasn't like, oh, I like this person. It wasn't like you liked her first and then you had to figure out how to tell her that you had a foot fetish. That just kind nope. of, you guys no, got to know each other because of that. Listen, I, there was no goal. She had already put right. her hands in my hair. It was done. Right. Yeah. Also, so, also, I, I belong to like, to like a subculture that's very accepting of that stuff because they're already into fetish. So, you know, like punk, meaning, goth meaning fetish. The, the, like, the, the local punk scene? 
yeah, like the punk scene, the goth scene, the fetish scene, like like it's like they're all into uh, you know, it's like, like they're all they're I, 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 I guess the type of women that I attract they're all they're already um engaged kind and ready to accept yeah, and like ready to accept that kind of thing. Like I, I oh he's got a foot fetish. Okay. You know, I'll so it, it makes like, it they already already have blue hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it makes it easier to yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it 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 does kind of take the edge off a lot, you know. It's like whereas like you approach like say like just a, just like a you know like a normal you know just kind of like Abercrombie and Fitch type, you know that's like yeah. just you know like so. I, I miss I that mean, in the world, at least on my side of the of the continent. You never had to worry about like finding a, a woman at seat or guy or a person at CBGBs who wasn't gonna be cool with your fetish. Because it was right. CBGBs. Exactly. You go to the local brew pub, you might worry that they're just not going to get it. Right. Or they don't understand it, or they think it's weird, or they think it's funny. You know? And yeah, I mean, like. It's a joke. Yeah. And like, it's like they can't, you know, it's like you can't blame them for it because they're just not exposed to the culture. So, but, you know, it's like, it, like if you're looking to date somebody, it's, you know, it's, it's actually like fairly, like, fairly easy. Like, you know, like, like, hey, you know, like, you know, I think you're really cute. Do you have any fetishes? And you you let them answer first, and then you're like, ah, oh, come on, no, it's it's totally cool. I'm totally cool with it. And then it's like, okay, well, I you know, I kind of like this. I kind of like you know, like being tickled or something, like, you know, or like, oh, I like being tied up. Like that's cool. And then it's like, if they don't ask you, I don't respond. Wow. Okay. Okay. No, so, I I want to stop. I don't want to disparage any of our other guests. Mm-hmm. But. Mike's ask them if they have fetishes as a segue to his own fetishes is probably the best advice I have heard on this show. It's fucking brilliant. Episodes. It's fucking brilliant. It's it's, it's gorgeous. Mike, yeah. Mike, you are a fetish guy. <laughs> <laughs> you have them you have them talk about themselves because then they're prepared for what you're about to tell them. Wow, either you're the most manipulative motherfucker on the planet (laughs) (laughs) or you have opened everyone's eyes. And I'm hoping it's the latter because you don't feel manipulative. You feel like the coolest dude we've talked to in a while. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. No, like it's like, but yeah, but I guess it's like, that's my, it's like, that's my advice. It's like, like you have them talk about themselves and if they don't want to talk about it any further, you just drop it. All right. So that is the perfect segue to me asking, Mike, talk about yourself. Where are, <laughs> where are our listeners going to but find before, you? But I, well, I do have one more question for Mike. Though. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, like what, substantive one. <laughs> what? Okay, um, what? In in real life, so you're with a partner. In real in life, real as, life opposed to this sure. as opposed to as opposed to um, you know a fantasy that you have mm-hmm. sure. physically, like literally. What is a good uh, I guess, what would I call it? Scene. Like, mm-hmm. what would be a good way to express and play and enjoy your giant test fetish with an actual girlfriend, like right there in front of you? Hmm, that's a really interesting question. Uh, I think maybe uh, you know, like I would say, like like the goth scene, they're already wearing tall boots and stuff, you know, like. But it's like that's the thing for me. It's like it's like a girl could be like seven feet tall and she's too short. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just yeah. one of those things where like, yeah. because like, like a lot of, like my best friend, he's six foot four and like, he looks normal to me, 
you know? So, like, he's exactly one foot taller than me, and, and, and he's and he's 10 pounds more than me. So, a woman I'm 100... that size uh, makes a huge of difference. The God team. Six, four, right. 142 pounds. Yes, I know. Right. I know I've that. had sex, you know, I've had sex guy. with, you know, I've had sex with women who are 4'11", and I've had sex with women who are 6'3". Is the so, 4'11 ones my way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, you know, it's like the tallest woman I ever had sex with was, was like 6'3", and like she was very much into the giantess fetish, like I, you know, like I got told her about it, and I was like, like dude, you would, you would be perfect for this, you know, and like, you know, I kind of like told her about it, and I'm like, yeah, there's like a huge community about it, like I guess like you should get involved, you know, like I guess like, you know, meet some people and, you know. So, like, so then what apart. would be, so what would be the, like, set the scene up for us, like what would be a good way if I if my husband has all of a sudden has a giantess fetish and I want to provide the perfect scene for him and please him, what would I need to do? What could I, I do? I think it would be specify say, it's in the bedroom. How, I would how say in the bedroom. Anything, in the bedroom. In the bedroom. Yes. Sure. I would say for anything, if it's I, I think it's much more of a psychological fetish than anything. So I would just say do what like Doms do. However, like it's like, you know, it's like if you because I can't because I can't speak for everybody, but I'm just because like you know, it's like, although I may not be into this too, but like, like I can assume that, you know, like standing over somebody, you know, or like putting like your foot in their face or something like that, or, you know, like, like, te- like you know, maybe teasing them like that, or like, you know, like, like, you know, going to grab their face, you know, making yourself appear larger. I'm assuming that that might help. Um, I don't think, uh, I think, you know, because it's such a cerebral fetish and it's like, I, I actually found out that a lot more like intelligent people really have this fetish or just like like the people that i talk to like are higher functioning you know like they're you know um because like it does take a lot of brain power to think about this stuff it takes a lot you know it's like to create an entire world for yourself so you know a lot of these people are already creatives or they're artists or they're you know hyper intellectuals or they're you know and uh so i I guess it's more of like a psychological fetish than anything so i would recommend talking through it you know, it's like, like every time I've personally like had sex and like they mentioned something or they'd be like, you know, like, wait, what, like, what, like, what would you do if I blank, you know, or like, I can imagine myself doing this right now, you know, or like, it's like, like, that's, that's, that's definitely triggered me, you know, so. So it's, so it's role playing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. I'm assuming like it's, or, or it may not even have to be role play. It could just be like, like a quick mention of something. Mm. Just you know, like it's the like set the mood. Yeah, some um, of the some of like the some of the stuff that gave that like gave me butterflies in my stomach the most, like I wasn't GTS content related. It was you know like it was like a you know just caught it caught me by surprise. You know, like like something like you know like I was watching like a t like a TV ad or something. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, ooh, you know, like what like what's that? You know, like say for example, every like everybody talks about like, like the lead the lead dungarees commercial with like the night with like the ninety foot woman or whatever. I don't. And I don't recall that one, but I don't know. either. Yeah, I don't I'll send you guys a link. Look it up. Which yeah. means that you're from such a different part of the country than I am that we probably yeah. didn't have the same ad. Because oh, out here they don't even say dungarees. Yeah. Well, no, it's like the lead. It's the brand. It's, like it's a, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, but I think if it if the ad says dungarees, it's regional and it wouldn't air here. That's we literally well, I mean, don't. Just like we don't live... say pop, we say soda. Yeah. We don't say dungarees. We say jeans. What about Jim Shooter? Ads are cut for different parts of the countries, and chances are that ad didn't exist out here. Yeah. Well, send us the link and we'll put it on our on our show link so that we can know yes. what we're talking about. So and we, then we will, tell um, us we'll you put know... the Lee Dungarees YouTube link. Because yeah. <laughs> it's been brought up a couple of times. 
Yeah. And we'll put some um, some links that Mike chooses for whatever. Sure. But right. um, here's a, brings here's you back a couple to where other... I was going to ask, which is, you know, where can our fans find you? What, sure. what are, what's your presence? Sure. So like on, like on Instagram, I'm probably the most active. I'm the real Mike Skull on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm in a punk band, Evil Engine. Uh, you guys can find us like because our singer was actually on a uh, on a reality show. <laughs> so oh. she was on, yeah, she was on Big Brother where she actually talked about the Giants as fetish like frequently. Actually, like um, you know, so nice. There, if uh, I can, as a producer, do some digging and find a link to her on that show, talking that I will do my best. Um, we'll link up you. We'll link up the. Uh, the lead hunger is that you can find it for us. Let's do the band yeah. too. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, but band. yeah, the band. Yeah, yeah. but the band. Um, uh, yeah, so the band, which is going to become my new favorite band, and you guys got to come out to, at the very least, come out to the city in twenty twenty one. Well, let's days. talk yeah. about. You know, are you guys performing right now? Like, are you guys? We actually just had band practice right before this podcast. So, awesome. so, so then yeah. you know what? Let's see. You know, we have a lot of listeners from Chicago, so let's send them out there to check out Mike's band. Absolutely, yeah, I know they're on on Instagram as well, yeah. and they can probably be found beyond that. Yep. And I'm going to pray that Mike and the Evil Engine can get out to the Bowery. There's no yeah. more CBs, but the Bowery is still a place to be if you're a punk band. And if Mike gets out to the Bowery, I will I will send any airfare to come actually... to New York. So that we can both see Mike in the Bowery. We oh my actually, god, that would be amazing! <laughs> so funny, so funny story. So we actually went on tour with Evil Engine, and we played Webster Hall. Oh, nice and room. Yeah. Guess who showed up? Gary Pranzo. And uh, I'm not and, familiar with the name, Chuck. Sadly. So all right, so cool. So so Gary Pranzo, he's he's the Godfather of GTS. Like it's like he like he was the guy that that kickstarted all of the giantess videos in the nineties. And like, it's like, he, he, he did like all the blue screen stuff, all, all of that. And like, he, he was the one who started uh size fetish media or like uh, impact media. Okay. And um, yeah, oh. like, he's, he's the one who like, you know, he's the one who like really pushed like, you know, Caitlin Brooks and like Isabel shy and like all these other giantists like, you know, into the spotlight. You know, I was listening, now that I remember, I was listening to a podcast. Um, one of our followers actually has a giantess, uh, a macrophilia podcast. And wow. he was talking about like a, like, a si- like a giant convention, like a size con or something size like con, that. Yeah. I've heard of size con, yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. Let me give, um, gosh. Uh, we actually wanted to play size con. But they, that would but be amazing. They, but like they're like, yeah, we're brand new. We don't have the budget. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so the right. the podcast is called Size Talk. So shout out to to uh, Size Talk. All um, right. So I'm gonna say if if any of our listeners have got hooks in the Bowery Ballroom, the Webster, um, uh, what is the space in Port Chester? Great room. Any of those places. Let's get Mike's band there so that Mike and Any and myself can get together, listen to some awesome music, and yeah. make things happen. Yeah, we're um, kind of like a skate punk thrash kind of like you know, Bad Religion meets Motorhead meets Pennywise meets like Anthrax. So, well, yeah, okay, I'm I'm about to jizz in my pants on those four. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
with that, <laughs> Mike, you've been amazing. You've been awesome. Thank you, thank you so much. Gosh, Thanks for thank having me, guys. I so much. It. Yeah, I. You know, I know this is really hard for you to like carve out the time in your life for us. So. It was uh, worth you it. You know, thanks so much for coming on. Um, of course. Really appreciate it. And for sure, we're going to have you back. Uh, uh, I'd love know. to. Yeah, definitely. This, yeah. this requires a, <laughs> uh, a, a roundabout uh, a little while later to find out some things. For sure. So for sure. we thank you so much, Mike. Uh, thank you for listening uh, to our fans. And for those of you masturbating with our voices right now. Or Mike's <laughs> very interesting stories. You're welcome. <laughs> I got you're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody.